This is Susan Wheelbanks with BlendedInsight.com. I am a holistic and integrative healing arts practitioner, an intuitive, and an energy healer. In this podcast, I share tips, tools, and suggestions that have helped me along my path in hopes of inspiring and helping you along yours. Let's get started with today's podcast topic. Hello, bright soul. Thank you so much for joining me on another podcast. I am coming to you from a sunny, beautiful day here in Colorado. I got up early, I meditated, I did my spiritual practice, I went to the gym, had an amazing workout, came home, foam rolled, stretched, showered, did all those things, and now I'm going to sit here and spend some time with you, and I'm super grateful for it. And I want to talk about transformation this morning because around this time of year is when a lot of people have set New Year's resolutions at the beginning of the year, and around this time is when they've given those things up. And this is really relevant in all areas of life, and it's relevant really at all times of life. And it's something that people don't want to hear, but it's important if you actually want to transform and grow. This has happened to me in all areas of life where someone will look at the result of my hard work And they want that without actually going through the process and the steps that it took to get me there. And people want the convenience of transformation without the inconvenience of the part in the process of transformation. It is not a convenient thing. It requires discipline. It requires focus. It requires you to sacrifice certain things. If you want something new, you've got to do something new. And I'm going to be honest with you, I really feel like it comes down to how bad you want something. Because when we want something, we find a way. And when we don't, we find an excuse. And excuses are just a manifestation of failure. Honestly, that's what it is. And I was thinking about this because I went to dinner with someone. And I'm sitting across from this person. It was a nice person. But I started to notice these lack of accountability statements that he would make and these excuses that he would make. So I asked him if he lifted weights or he worked out or did he go to the gym? And he said, no, he didn't go to the gym because during COVID his gym was requiring masks and he wasn't going to do that, which I totally get. So he canceled his membership, but that's been over a long time ago, like well over a year or two years even. And then he said that his kids have to be at school at 650 in the morning and he really can't go because then he has to start work and I'm looking at him like I go to the gym at 4 a.m. because I start work at 6:30 a.m. and I'm looking across at someone who's making these excuses as to why he can't go to the gym and that's why his body won't get better and the only reason why I bring that up is because he was talking about wanting to get stronger and wanting his body to get better but he's not willing to do the things and make the sacrifices that will get him there so I was like oh so then you can't go after work or oh no his energy is just you know he's tired after work he's just full of excuses and honestly he'll probably be in that same exact situation two years from now unless he listened to me because I was looking compassionately and saying, huh, that's interesting. Yeah, because my life is structured in a way that supports my goals and my vision. And I don't spend time doing silly things that aren't going to help me or get me closer. What we talked about in previous podcasts about what's worth your energy. I don't spend time drinking and drugging and doing things that are going to take me off of my mental cognition and off of my spiritual path. I spend my time meditating, connecting to higher spirit, Serving in my purpose, which is doing my healing practice, creating content. Um, I work for the hours that I'm allotted to work. And when I'm off of work, yes, I work in rest. I spend time with friends. I spend time with family. I have a balanced life. Not always, but I strive toward that. And if I have a goal, I'm going to pursue that goal. 
And if I want to get a better body, that requires me to lift weights and make some sacrifices. In fact, I was at yesterday, the way that my workout is structured, I have to I have five workouts that I have to complete per week. And I also like to go to Orange Theory. So two of those days, I have to pick two other days in the week where I'm going to go to Orange Theory, but I like to have one rest day. So that means I have to double up on a workout on one day. So there's one day out of the week where I'm going to be doing two to two and a half hours of workout. There's 24 hours in a day. So two and a half hours is, what's that in a 20, in a 24 hour day. And when you look at it like that, it shifts things because if you're looking at it like, oh my gosh, like two hours or two and a half hours of a workout, that's not going to serve me. So it's, it's in a sense of like how you're looking at things, your perspective, your perspective can really drive your performance. It really can. And at the end of the day, no one wants to hear your excuses. Excuses aren't serving you. It's not getting you anywhere. What you can do, I understand sometimes there's reasons or things come up, but when are you rescheduling that? You've got to get back on the track. So what I notice is that people will make excuses and then they just don't ever do anything with it. There's one thing, if something comes up, how can you make it up? So, I mean, for example, when I traveled, when I went to Hawaii, I got up every single day while on that vacation and I went and finished my workouts. I knew I had five workouts I had to get done that week. It's part of my plan, my weekly plan. Nothing's going to stop me from that. I'm on vacation, so what? I made adjustments and I went. And on the day that I could that, that we traveled back, because there was one day where I'm like, I'm traveling that day, so I'm not going to be able to go to the gym in the morning. And what I did instead is when we got back from travel, I went to Orange Theory that day. I'm still going to get some movement in. And that is just an example. It's a physical example because it's something that everyone can relate to about committing to your plan and executing your vision. The people that inspire us are not the people that sit around and make excuses. The people that have went through the heat of transformation, because it is, there's heat involved. It's not comfortable. It is inconvenient and it's uncomfortable. But when you get to the other side, that's where the inspiration floods in. When you're in the process of it, no one's paying much attention, except for you, because you're the one that's having to go through it. And the same is true for our spiritual practice. When I listen to people tell me the reasons they can't meditate or why they don't meditate, it's insane because if you have time to listen to YouTube, you have time to meditate. If you have time to listen to a podcast, you have time to meditate. If you have time to check TikTok or social media, you've got time to meditate. It's really what you prioritize based on what goals you're trying to achieve and where you place importance. And for me, my spiritual practice is of the utmost importance. I was in that realm before I came here. So my spiritual practice and my spiritual realm is driving my physical body and my physical direction. And so that is a non-negotiable, my spiritual practice. The other thing that's a non-negotiable for me is sleep. I have to sleep to recover my body, to regenerate, to feel my best, to do my best at work. I have to sleep. So that's a non-negotiable. And then my exercise, taking care of my physical body. I live here. If you don't clean up the house that you live in and take care of it, it really throws everything off. And I feel like my body is my physical house. This is what houses my soul. It's no different than having an uncluttered physical environment. Clean the clutter, get rid of things, make room for new stuff. So it's a disciplined life. And a lot of times people on the spiritual path get overly flowy and overly, uh, it's like a detachment I see where they're so much in their upper chakras that they're not grounded in their physical body at all. And my thing is, is that the spirituality has to be balanced in practicality because if you're just going to be in the ethers and no structure and nothing matters and no attachment and we'll just wake up when we want and we'll work when we want and 
we don't have to eat well or exercise our body. This is all temporary. Why'd you come here? Why did you come here? (laughs) You came here to experience the physical body and influence change from a spiritual vantage point as a physical person. And so when you're just living in the ethers all the time and you have no balance and your and your lower chakras are not even energized and you're not even in your body, it really isn't helpful. It doesn't help anyone. And guess what? You can't reach people that are in a dark place that are really dense in their physical body when you're not even relatable because you're just floating in the ethers with no structure and you don't have any type of anything that someone can relate to. There's, there's no type of physicality almost to you. And I know you know what I'm talking about because I've met those people along this path. And it's like, you need to get grounded. Get grounded. You can live both. And that's why we came here. And I'm not saying that it's easy, but I'm saying that it's worth it. And if it doesn't resonate with you, click off and go find something else. I'm not going to argue with people in the comments. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> you guys have been listening to me long enough to know that I, I'm not going to do that. I feel that the people that are most inspirational, that you can actually reach the people that need to hear you the most when you live in a way that they can relate to. And I'm not saying doing foolishness. I'm saying the discipline, the drive, the focus, the vision with the spiritual connection. So the spirituality is embodied inside your body and it's glowing in your body. That radiance that comes from being connected. It's a heart-centered place. And I know you know what I'm talking about. You meet people, you just feel their energy is just so vivacious and it's so attractive. It's magnetic. You can feel the positivity just oozing out of their pores. That's a person that's walking in the light. And when you're walking in the light and you're doing all the other things with your discipline and your drive, that is someone that can really change the world. But it starts by changing yourself. And what do you do? Discipline. Discipline is a practice. It's a practice. It's a muscle. It gets better over time, the more that you use it. And I'm not going to harp on this anymore. That's all I wanted to share today. And we can go into a healing so you can uncross your arms and legs and focus on your breathing. Okay, and so it is. You can come back into your body. 
Friends, I want to thank you for joining me and I want to wish you a beautiful week. Take care. Bye-bye.